Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. I'm Jason Harmon, co-host, and I uh, got Mr. Doug Markham here with us today and some special uh, special guests with us. We'll introduce them in just a minute. We're going to talk about fishing today with, well, people that know how to catch fish. Yep, that's <laughs> And uh, talk about not just fishing, but the business of fishing. Yep. And a network that we've got going on at TWRA, working with some folks that are doing a great job with TWRA TV and something that I hope some of you will be interested in. we got somebody in here today that's going to probably create a channel. We'll get all of that in a minute. It's going to be fun. And you're going to see a great big trout get caught in a little body of water. And that's always exciting because you feel like the water level goes down. Yeah. It's, so, uh, it's pretty exciting what kind of fish you can catch on these small bodies of water. It is. You and I need to talk a minute. But if we got them on the wide out, that's Scott over there. Scott Scripp. Yeah. And then next to him is Shane Stewart. And these guys have been fishing lately, and and uh, we'll get to you guys and talk in detail. And man, y'all got a ton of information we got to get to. Scott, I know you're kind of quiet, I know, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll get we'll get to you and get going, guys. We're glad to have you here, and we're going to show that big fish here in a minute. Let's yeah, talk yeah. about a few things up. Well, we got a lot of stuff coming up here, and uh, and a lot of stuff going on, on our social media. But um, one thing I want to hit on is Facebook. I mean, not Facebook. I'm sorry. Turkey season. Okay. Right around the corner. I can see where you get those confused. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just a little bit. Um, But spring turkey season is right around the corner. Young sportsmen start uh, March 25th. It is, and uh, it's almost here. And it's ages 6 to 16. But March 25th, 26th, and then uh, April Fool's Day, April 1st, it's not a a joke, turkey season. It's open for everybody. And and just because a youth hunt is gone doesn't mean you still can't take your kid hunting, right? Right, right. That's Uh, a... It's a good weekend to take the kids too. So yeah, and I, it's going to be interesting because it's been so warm this year to see how the birds react and mm-hmm. and how the hunters do, and we'll talk about that during the course of the season too. Hey, we've also because you're thinking turkeys, and I don't want to alarm too many folks. We got a release today from agriculture, or it was out on some sites. There has been some bird flu breakout down in Lincoln County, mm-hmm. one of the chicken farms down there, and as a lot of you know, we're doing some studies down there. On, uh, on what might be going on with the turkey populations. We don't have much information today. I just want to make you aware to be looking for that. Jason, everybody needs to. Right. Go to our website in a few days, tnwildlife.org, and we'll have information out there. Facebook may have something, too. We're going to put a press release about it, how it might affect wildlife so far. We don't know if it is or if it isn't, okay. but just make everyone aware. Yeah, and speaking of Facebook, let's, let's pull that up. Uh, Big this, story on Facebook this yeah, week. see that picture at the top? Isn't that cool? Yeah. Monster. That is a monster fish. Let's scroll down. We're going to go back to another one in a minute, too. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's scroll down and get to that story. We've had a lot of stuff rolling on our Facebook this past week. Yeah, weekend, there's but. a lot going on. And folks are sending us photographs. They're messaging us, and we're putting some of their photographs out on the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. This is a big fish caught by Stephen Paul, Melton Hill Reservoir. This is the pending state record. It seems like we're talking about a state record fish every week almost. And deer. <laughs> and world record deer. World record deer. World yeah. record deer. But this was this boy is, he's, oh gosh, I think he's 43 pounds and some ounces and uh, 50-something inches long. And that's about all I know about him so far other than our biologist went out there, as you can see, and did some checking. And looks like it's going to be a new state record. It was going to... It's going to pass one that was 34 years old. So we got some long, rec- long-standing records yeah. that are going away. So congratulations to Stephen on that big fish. Pretty amazing. Don't know how he caught it yet. Don't know what he was fishing yet. They fish a lot of different methods over there at that mountain hill. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it's it's a world-class place for muskie now, and people are coming from all over the country, and you can see why. Is that the fish you wanted to talk about now? The trout. The trout. The yeah. Trout? Let's talk about that because we're gonna we'll we'll lead into it with this. Uh, this is a nice fish caught by his first name's Gill. 
Hutchinson, I believe, mm-hmm. and he was fishing a small body of water right here in Middle Tennessee. And you can see how small it is. Mr. Hutchinson has a hard time walking, so he looks for land access or shoreline access yeah. and finds a lot of it. And he, this is almost as big as the fish we're going to see in a few minutes, or close, relatively. And uh, he called it just as a part of the winter project. Our guys at Flintville are putting in some hefty fish, mm-hmm. just in the normal fish for for our stocking program. But they're throwing in a few bonuses in there the every now. Egg, the right? golden egg. That's right. <laughs> so if you, you catch it, it, you caught the golden egg. <laughs> and we're going to see a golden egg get caught here in a minute. Uh, but this this it's a lot of fun. The March stocking, uh, winter stocking is about to come to an end. Mm-hmm. Spring stocking's getting underway, so you're, they're going to be coming more places with trucks. And then there's stocking that goes on year-round. I noticed on Facebook there's some people thinking, why don't you put trout over here? There's hardly a place in Tennessee you won't find trout throughout the year now. If we're not stocking over in East Tennessee, for instance, that seems where we get a lot of calls from, it's because those waters are cold enough to hold fish year-round. Right. And sometimes places like Del Hollow National Hatchery, they're not, not necessarily listed in our guides, but they're stocking every three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. So there's more fish out there than than you realize is going on just because you're not in the uh, winter project and plus you can drive over here uh, mr hutchinson comes up from alabama okay so he's he comes up here to fish and is wow. well worth his trip anyway we'll look at our facebook because it's rolling we got folks writing on it across the state and we're keeping a lot of great information out there in videos and guess what else is out what else is out the fishing guide the fishing guide it's is online. out. it's online it should be in stores pretty soon people hard are asking soon. about it hard copies are a little bit late this year and they, but they'll be out in stores in the next week or so right. but you can go online and find it there it is tnwildlife.org under four anglers it's the first thing uh, on the list right there so yeah and go find it and, and look the first couple pages have changes for this year and uh, if you go out there you'll find out where what the changes are in your area not a whole lot of changes the one that comes to mind is kentucky lake has a 20 fish limit on its crappie now versus 30 that was a big change but there you go get in there and it'll tell you by region what's changing for you and uh, not a whole lot of action but some action going on okay yep all right all that information can be found at tmwildlife.org and before we move too much further let's hit the instagram we got a lot of Knock stuff rolling on instagram the the future state record muskie is there hopefully that holds up and and uh we're just trying to keep stuff rolling for you uh stay connected with us yeah we're it's going as we said it's going to be on our app so we'll try to build that instagram and mm-hmm. we might get some help by one of our guests on that today yeah too. he seems to be like he's an expert what do you think <laughs> yeah i think he is all right let's oh. let's get with the guys His guys instagram is uh, is rolling good we'll show that real quick as we introduce him. Good. Okay. 7, All right, Shane. 7,200 followers. Wow. That's that's really good. Shane Stewart, this is your site. Scott, we'll get to you in a second. Shane, thanks for coming in here. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, you can roll it to you. Oh, Just yeah. All you right. Go. All right. Be uh, creative. You and, you and Scott met on the river. I'm taking it. Did y'all know each other before that? Okay. I had no idea who he was before that day. All right. Well, you are a guide. You're a fishing guide or becoming one. Where are you from? I'm from Chicago, Illinois. And when did you come down here? came down here in 2011. Um for college at belmont for belmont my yeah. stepdaughter went to belmont and what'd nice. you study at belmont did you study fishing while you were uh no i studied finance and entrepreneurship all right very good um That'll... hopefully use the entrepreneurship a little bit here in the near future very good that that'd be great and so but you like fishing did you pick up fishing while you're belmont or did you bring it from chicago i brought it with me from chicago um i've been doing it for as long as i remember uh, my dad taught me on the beach in florida you yeah know, when i was a little kid and from there you know i was just kind of like all right well fish are everywhere you know what can i catch out of the golf course near my house or you know and then when i started growing up my family started going out to jackson hole wyoming and that's where i got hooked into fly fishing um 
you know, there's nothing better than catching a wild cutthroat trout right in front of the Teton Mountains. And uh, so that's where I got bit with the fishing bug. And then, you know, I came down here to Nashville and, you know, I discovered your guys' program. And I was like, I'm going to go check it out and see what I can, you know, muster up out there. And so the the river that you're fishing on here in a minute that Jason will throw up here when we get ready is a, is a small river that n- isn't normally known for trout. Correct. You call it a monster out of there, and we'll talk yeah. about that. But do you also go to, the like, Caney Fork River or other rivers that hold trout year-round in Tennessee? Yeah, the Caney Fork is probably my favorite river around here. Uh, that's where we're going to be doing a lot of our guiding Good. upcoming. But, uh, yeah, we've been getting a lot of really nice fish, a lot of really healthy fish. Uh, fish with all their fins, you know, really colored up rainbows, colored up browns out of there. Some brook trout, they're holding over. So it's, I was blown away by the fish in that river when I really started putting my time in on it. Okay, what's the name of your guide service? What will it be? Or It'll be it? Efficient Outfitters as well. And you, when you say efficient, you got to put an accent over that middle, right? Efficient. Efficient. All right. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and if you, yeah, we can we can give out more information when you're ready to do that. Too. Totally. Um, over on the Caney, just before we come back to this video, What's your fly choice over there? You got one. It's just the fly. Uh, green copper john size twelve. Is that a nymph imp- imitation? Correct. You got a bug coming up, right? Yep. yep. All right. Washing Good. off logs. Washing off logs. Yep. Will they find that if you? I know you're a catch and release guy, but if you not necessarily cut one up, but if you went in and and looked in its stomach with the. You know, pump them out, I think. Is yeah. That, would you find a lot of those in there? Yeah, you'd probably find a lot of midges, too. So, of, I mean, you know, people swear by the midges out there. Um, but I found the bigger fish eat bigger food. And if you're, you know, good tandem rig uh, that I'll give away here is a Copper John. And then you drop a olive or a black flash midge under that. Okay. And that'll you'll catch the stalkers. But if there's a mama hanging around, you'll get her, too. Oh, that is neat. All yeah. right. And it's all a part of the fun of getting out there. Do you, and I guess you teach. If you're going to guide, yep. you teach folks all the stuff that's going on. Too. It's a big part of it. All right. Well, let's talk Just about. Take this guy fishing, Doug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he sounds like he knows no, what he's doing. Other way around. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So how did you and Scott meet? I was fishing on the Harpeth, and I heard, hey, man, what's up? What are you doing down there? And, you know, I turned Scott's around. Scott's not shot. No, he's not shy at all. And I'm glad he wasn't. And I was like, I've got my eye on that pig right there. So you could see it already. Oh, you had your I, sunglasses yeah. on, right? That's my oh, polarized always. Um, but yeah, that's my favorite thing to do is wade and sight fish. So it was kind of taking what I do at the Caney to the Harpeth. And uh, so I found the fish, you know, studied where he was hanging out, studied how deep he was, uh, you know, and I would see it turning and it even came up and rose for a dry fly at one point. So I was like, this fish can, I can take this thing. So, um, tied on my favorite fly, my green Good. copper John and, um, dropped a little one. Couldn't get through the stalkers at first. I mean, I was catching fish after fish after fish. That's a terrible and, thing. Uh, to have. It was, it, it was to the point where I was like unhooking them and then dropping them and then getting the fly right back in the water. And, uh, you know, Scott started filming and he caught a super special moment. I'm like, I think I've got the big one. He's like, Oh man, you do have the big one. And then, so from there it was it's as we were talking before the show started it's not very often that you're no. sitting right on top of it when it <laughs> happens and you get to see it and jason are you gonna put it up? i can I, you know, we'll say we're on twra tv our, the our network new, the net- network. network that's right <laughs> and, and, uh, and we'll get scott I'm to sure tell us about i don't want to say a few words i do scott scott you are helping with twra tv which we like to call the network because we want to build it and build it and put folks like shane on there with the shows and our shows and whatever zillions of shows you can get and you're going to tell us how simple it is today. You are you are you're a good fisherman, but you're also in the business of the outdoors, right? Uh, to an extent, yeah, we're in the business of uh, content, 
and using the internet to deliver content. It's kind of a, a shift in, uh, in the TV world. Um, an old TV guy, worked in local media here in Nashville, real, Middle Tennessee for almost 15 years. But there's a lot of things that are changing as far as how people view content and the old big four or old big media. Uh, it, there's some things changing there. Four Channel Universe, is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so that's changing a lot, you know. We started talking with the agency probably three years ago when I was in the TV business, talking about how we could take some of this remarkable and relevant content that you guys have been creating for decades now, and how could we get that in front of more people, more people who have similar types of, um, of interests and consumption habits, right? So that's where it really all started as there was this huge shift in people watching videos, TV online versus on a cable and station. Can I say this too? People station. are so used to, for many years, they watch Bill Dance or they watch Will and Martin and it's like they're watching all these folks that have that became famous and probably even wealthy in the business. But it is my feeling, as good as those shows are, that people that are tuning in to TWA TV and other platforms to watch this love watching the local guy catch fish as much as anybody that there is around, not just the famous people, but the person that's in their neighborhood catching fish out of their streams or out of their lakes. Yeah, there's something that we all have in common, any of us who like to hunt fish or operate a motorboat in the state of Tennessee. Right. right? There's approximately 1.3 million of us that pay for a license from you guys in order to be able to recreate ourselves in these outdoors that we've been given in the state of Tennessee. Mm -hmm. uh, there's about 6 million people that live in the state of Tennessee right now. So if you do the quick math, you guys have access to a little over 22% of the entire state population. What do we all have in common? We love to fish, we love to hunt, and we love to run a motorboat, right? So if we and can we find love the, the kayak, yep. exactly. Yep. So and so outdoor recreation right now is the third largest vertical in the American economy. Uh, uh, vertical. What does that mean? So just behind financial services and outpatient healthcare is a six hundred and fifty billion dollar a year industry in America called outdoor recreation. Right. Now that umbrellas, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, financial services is like 760, and then outpatient healthcare is right behind it. Yeah. But those three, so it's a, it's a way of looking at America right now. How okay. does America behave? I, it's been a while it. since I've looked at our numbers. I know in Tennessee at one time it was around three billion, give or take two billion. It's a big difference there, but it's billions mm -hmm. out of our state, and then of it revenues. really gets yes, right, mm -hmm. and yeah. mostly hunting, fishing, and wildlife viewing at the time. I don't know what this explosion in kayaks has done to everything. Uh, and and the boating industry is one of the biggest in the country right mm -hmm. here in Tennessee. So let's let's try to pull this together. Let's show this video. Sure. And you set it up for sure. us because it's on the network. It it's is. out on TDRE TV. Yep. You happen to be there at the right time, the right place, and then explain to everyone how this can be turned into a into their kind of show on the network. Yeah, so if you go to TWRA TV and you scroll through the main nav, you can see there's a home screen, and then here is the video that we put together um, through Harpeth Trout Chasers, which is one of the channels that is on the pro shop of the TWRA network. Okay, I live on the Harpeth River in downtown Franklin, and so I use this as an opportunity to showcase what we can do as far as producing content and streaming it right next to the content that you guys produce and stream on the network. Okay, and so this is this is Sean right now doing this. Uh, Shane, I'm sorry, Shane. It's Shane down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so sorry. he's working Shane. this hole, and there's yeah. the hook. There's the hook set. Yep, there he is. 
And you saw him. Yeah, and I could him. see him from my are vantage you, point. Are you I'm standing up on? I'm sitting up above him. Yeah, that's where they put in the trout in downtown Franklin, right there across from Carton Plantation. There used to be an old dam there that the city ripped out about a year and a half ago, and it's really transitioned the river. It's think really, it worked good? You think it was oh, good for the Harper Oh, yeah. This is yeah. in Middle Tennessee, by the way, Williamson mm-hmm. County. Frankly. Yeah, if you don't know where it is, like, all over the state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've been going down to the river whenever you guys go down there to stock it. Y'all been putting between 1,000 and 1,500 trout in roughly every 30 days in Franklin starting in November when the Harpeth gets to that water temperature to where it can support some of these fish. Everybody has always believed that you guys just put little stalkers in there, 10 to 12-inch fish. But you can see here that Mr. Shane has his hands full with one of the – Trying to get some help, I see. How long long were you fighting this? Oh, Oh. this is entirety. And I did a little bit of editing, but it was was probably five to six minutes. This is about a three-minute video, but – Probably a good five minutes worth of activity then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I caught – this is most of the trying to get him landed. Uh, We put some music behind it. I'm a bigger net. Yeah, yeah, there's music there, by the way. We're just on the video, yeah, yeah. but yeah, there's music. It's definitely it's worth going cool. to see. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so we're going to put it on our Facebook so you can see it. Yeah. Proof he ate it. Proof yeah, so he ate it. Now, this we, is just what, saw that, we just saw that fly, too, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So That's a hoss. Again, That's a beautiful girl. That right is there. dropping eggs. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, contrary to popular belief of the fish that you guys put there. in the river, <laughs> that's not supposed to be happening. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a cool shot. It's so weird that I was telling you earlier, like literally, I'm like, man, you just caught the mother of this hole, and she starts spewing out those eggs. It was crazy. Yeah, nice was fish. Bad. That's a winter trout fish. That's one of the bonus that we do. And and uh, we have a photograph. We already showed that earlier of a, of a man that caught them. But yeah. You said the unique thing is you caught this fish twice. I did. I had a second run in. I thought it was another I thought it was another hog that came to hang out in the spot that that uh that she got pulled out of and you know switched up my fly. I actually put on a orange bead head um scud pattern. Anything to get their attention, they like kind of shiny stuff when they're first put in. Fine. Um and so same thing, sorry, and just you know, it's diligence and it's patience. Yep. Our, our winter program, you'll see everybody out there with a rod and reel. I, I've seen guys catching a lot of trout on fly rods. And I noticed oh, yeah. in the video there was more fly rod fishermen there. Mm-hmm. So you definitely can do it. Our winter trout, we usually try to tell everyone, take seven home and eat them. You let it go. I think that's cool mm-hmm. because – Somebody else got to catch it today another time. Happened to be you. Yeah. But, <laughs> That's why I did it. <laughs> but somebody this will catch it. This guy's a real good fisherman. Yeah, somebody will catch twice. it again now because you decided to put it back. Correct. And so, you know, and you don't know. We were talking before the show started. Some of them may survive if they find a spring out there. I think it's all everybody's choice. I'm kind of a catch and release guy most of the time, too. But yep. uh, but you let that one go and so somebody else will catch it again. Yeah, maybe it'll hang out in that spring. Yeah, yeah, that could be. Now, now, maybe. I'm, I don't know. We need, we're, to, go, we're we need speculating. to go to spring. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Scott, tell us what you did. How'd you shoot that? Show us how simple it is to get a video on the network. Uh, sure. Well, um, so this was built locally, and this is actually a first of its kind, a, a streaming network in partnership with the State Wildlife Agency. The vision of it was kind of build a hybrid, so to speak, of a Netflix and a YouTube so that not only could you guys have a tool that you could use to stream all the content that you're producing, but that other folks like Shane or myself or people that are wanting to engage in the outdoor recreation industry in our state can use content alongside of your content in order to help grow a business 
create some opportunity. So right now you're seeing all of the ProShop partners that we have. We went live with this update of the network uh, last fall. What does ProShop mean? It's just a term that we came up with as an area of the network where other people could have their own channels. You know, okay. so kind of like a Bass Pro Shop, you Did can stroll through the cost, cost money to put it on here. Uh, it is, yeah. To uh, to be a partner on the network is three hundred and fifty dollars a year, okay. so a little less than thirty dollars a month. But you can but sell anything you want. You can you sell want anything to. that you want. You have five gigs of data space that mm-hmm. you're able to stream content. Uh, there are ad zones on your channel where you can create your own content for your partners and put it on the channel and create opportunities between you and your vendor and Orvis or whomever. So we've built this network to do the things for small people that YouTube doesn't do for small people. Okay, and then I interrupt you. I'm sorry, yeah, but no you did this. You shot this with a cell phone. Uh, yes, this network was built out so that the entire process could be done on a conventional smartphone. So every piece of video that you saw just now, every piece of editing, the whole process of taking that video, uploading it on the Harpeth Trout Chasers channel on the Pro Shop, and having it live uh, streaming on demand within five minutes was done on my phone. So just so, there, just like this, mm-hmm. shooting it out. Oh, yep. okay. And there's an right. app that comes on the Apple phones called iMovie, iMovie that I happen to use. <laughs> and I am not a producer by any means, right? I'm kind of a sales guy. But you guy. edited it and everything I right did there. all what, of what the editing edit? and everything on my phone. So let me tell this guy. We'll talk to him later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> iMovie, yes. the same iMovie that you find on all Apple that I've used before yeah. on my home computer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They make a software, uh, computer version and an app, yeah. Okay. All right. So we there right so i just keep all of my apps organized uh in here so this takes me to the harpeth trout chasers my channel in the pro shop i can go in i can go into my account i can edit my account here's where i can upload my video so i just simply went in pulled the video out of my library i can i did the whole thing on my phone so I was just able to go in, grab the video that I'd pre-edited in iMovie and saved. Wow. Populate it. Um, t- give it a title. Give it a description. Okay. Uh, it, we have added a tagging functionality that syncs up with the sorting on okay. the network. So anybody that's just wanting to watch trout in Middle Tennessee, they can tag their content for that so that users can specifically access that content. So everything that me or a Shane would need in order to take this content and prepare it and get it ready for distribution on the Internet is, at the, uh, is in your – How long did it take you to put the whole thing together? Half an hour. Half an hour. After you shot it, half mm-hmm. an hour. Yep. Did you run home because it was such a cool little video? Well, I, I had a vision, and I kind of yeah. pumped the brakes a little bit because <laughs> I, I had some strategy. I spent some time in kind of scripting it out, but iMovie yeah. even gives you like a, a pad for yeah. scripting out a template. So it's really pretty cool, the technology that all of us have in our back pockets. You know, I've seen Grundy County High School guy. I'm going to give them a shout-out real quick. The Grundy County High School bass fishing team has a channel on the network. All right, Who would have thought that there are kids in the state of Tennessee that are getting scholarships to college That's to right. Bass fish, right? right? These guys are like uh, these guys are like the creme de la creme of bass fishing, Grundy County, one of the poorest counties in the state of Tennessee. Yet these guys, these kids are using their smartphones in their back pocket to populate their content on their network and are doing some unbelievable things in partnership with Outland USA and some other partners that they already have. You want to name any of the others that you got out there right now? Yeah, well, I mean, you can scroll through them and see them right there. You There's know, your channel and. 
And you've got a, an offer there on your yeah, as well. Yeah, so the Puckett's Boathouse is a partner of ours. It's a little restaurant right there on the river in downtown Franklin. Ricky and Kelton and Jamie and the managers over there partnered with us and offered a $10 off reward. Um, so anybody who becomes a subscriber of the network, it's free to access all of the content. It's even free to upload your own content onto the network. Uh, a gig worth a month you get for free. But if you want to step up and you want to be a member of the network for $20 a year, it gives you access to the pro shop and all of the member rewards that are being offered by the partners there in the pro shop. I think there's $350, $400 worth of total value in there right now. Okay. So there's a lot of value. Even once you pay the $350 plus the advertising you can do on your own show that you can figure out. Sure. Right. Well, the $350 is really designed for a small business, right? Okay. Or an okay. entrepreneur, right. okay. somebody who wants their own channel. But just to be able to use the network, watch the content that you guys are producing, that we're producing, you can watch that free of charge. Free. As free. Okay. Right. It's yeah. only if you want to get into that next level. If you want to upgrade <laughs> and you want to be able to access all of the member rewards, the $10 okay. off coupon at the Boathouse Gotcha. Yeah. All right. That is that is too cool. All right. Turn it. Switch it back over to Shane here for a second. Shane, <laughs> Shane, you ought to, you want to tell him a little bit about your Instagram? Can we throw that back up sure, there? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Shane's got some great photographs out there, and he says he's going to be guiding here. And you can give your information out if you're ready. If you're not, we'll give it out later for you. Yeah. I mean, honestly, right now the best way to contact me is to go and direct message me on Instagram. If you are on Instagram, or you can email Efficient Outfitters at gmail.com and you know this the spelling is just like it is on the instagram no underscore there in the email um and so this page is kind of i work in digital marketing and digital uh advertising and so i wanted to find a way to um you know grow a page organically and to put you know take all my fishing pictures and not just flood it with my personal profile because, you take good photos by the way uh, and that, that was right you. off of a phone right the yeah, smartphone those, everything right there is on a on an iphone Um, but yeah, so we just, me and a couple of my buddies were like, well, let's link up, you know, use all the content. I mean, I got photos for years of fish, you know, so it's like, let's just start putting them in a place, give it a brand and, you know, start connecting with people in our area around the world that like fly fishing and let's see what happens. And we, you know, we started really pushing it around like October, November ish. And, you know, now we've grown it to 7,200. Um, and it's, I guarantee I'm going to check my phone here a little bit. We'll get a couple more. But, I mean, we've had people contact us from New Zealand, from Canada, from Japan, from, I mean, all over the world. It's becoming, like, a much bigger than just a Tennessee area thing. But, I mean, that's where our root is and where a lot of our content comes from. So it, it's kind of cool that people from all over the world really appreciate the stuff we're doing in Tennessee. Um, um, yeah. So it's beautiful oh, shots. Thank you. Well, we, we are blessed and Scott knows it. We're blessed to live in a state that has so many opportunities from the, all these trout, the, the natural trout over in East Tennessee mm-hmm. to the stock trout everywhere else, uh, to our smallmouth streams, which are some of the best in the world, I think right here in middle Tennessee and, yeah. and, and, uh, over in East Tennessee, just great streams. So a lot of stuff that goes on in the creeks, uh, you have any trouble ever getting permission, or do you usually go to the larger bodies of water where it's where it's not a problem? Uh, yeah, normally I just obey access, and I go to you know mainly I'll do the Caney. Okay, uh, that's that's one of my favorite rivers around here. Um, but we have a couple other spots that you know we we talk with you know private landowners and stuff like that, and they'll like give us a little bit of access here and there. Okay, and I, I have to ask you this because it helps me remind everyone that you got to have it. You got your new guide license? I did. I actually just got my form when I walked in here today. So okay, it's I'll online. Be, yeah, yeah, you can get it. Yeah. And uh, guides, it cost us $150 for guides, and 
um, in in Tennessee and 650, I think, for non. But the thing that's not that's not new to our guides. What's new is having to apply for a license now. That happened just a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and it just happens to be that the photograph on this license is a like a trout. Oh, hey, so yeah, that. you get your wallet card with a trout on it. That's under hot topics on our main page there. Yeah, easy to find. Yeah, That's... it was right there where that uh, muskie was. Yeah, the picture was that. <laughs> now it's a muskie. Now it's a muskie because that's a hot topic. Yep. Anyway, good deal. Uh, fishing your good year round, Shane. I mean, for trout, it, it's a cold water fish. Can yep. you go in August and catch good fish? Oh yeah, that's really when the when the fishing was heating up. I mean. There's some photos on our page of just some hog rainbows that we caught in August. Um, this past, you know, summer with all with all the low water and the drought that we had, mm-hmm. um, they kept a lower flow coming out of the caney, but it was oxygenated and they were sluicing, which is very important, you know, for the fish in the river so that they can breathe. Uh, you wouldn't want to be stuck atop of Everest and said, you know, live. So, yeah. uh, so they were good point. the fish really dealt with that drought well. And, uh, you know, they were eating and were coming up. There were some midge hatches. There were some hatches going on, some sulfur hatches. Um, so, I mean, yeah, all from from August all the way until, like, September, you know, we were still catching some awesome fish. Okay. You need to come back sometime. Let's just talk yeah, trout we'll fishing. It. Just we'll do trout it. fishing. Scott, we've got about 30 seconds. You got another message? Got something else you want to throw back out there? Uh, go check out the network. The more eyeballs on that, the better. What's um, the address? TWRA.tv. Okay. And check out the pro shop. Uh, if anybody has an interest in having a channel on that pro shop, shoot an email to scott at usoutdoors.tv. I might give you a trial for a couple of months. It All works. right. It's pretty nice. All right. Great job, guys. Thank y'all for coming in. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And y'all can watch this show on TWRA TV and yeah. also catch us at tmwildcast.com. You can listen on SoundCloud, iTunes. We are everywhere. So keep coming back. Everywhere, everywhere always. Always there. <laughs> <laughs>